Bible Beater. How's it going anyway? This is Caleb Campbell, your host. Joined, as always, by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? God, it sounded like you were going to go solo there. I was going to go real slow, but solo. you didn't turn it down. Slow. Anyways, so we bring, should we tell them the good news or should we talk about our weekends? Let's hear about your weekend. We just I didn't did, see you all weekend. Yeah, we just did a weekend up in Prince George at Sonar Comedy Club up there. Um, eight of us went up. Yeah, which is too many. It's a lot in two cars. I wouldn't have gone if I knew it was eight people. Can't believe you did go. To be honest, <laughs> drove for. I said no to that uh, about immediately. Drove for seventeen hours for seventeen or less than seventeen minutes <laughs> of stage time. Two days. Yeah, Friday night, Saturday night, one show each night. Two seven spots? Uh, One five and one eight. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so like 13, 13 minutes. minutes. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, fuck that. However, um, it was a fun road trip, though. Was it? That's I, good. I, I just say yes to everything that mm-hmm. Dave offers. Recently. So, That's new Caleb. What? Old Caleb used to say no to everything. Um, Yeah. Okay. This is very new. I, I say yes to everything, and then... I was like, oh, we'll do... Because last time I did Sonar, I opened for a real comedian, Daryl Lennox, and I did four shows. Oh, you thought you were going to get a middling spot? Yeah. <laughs> That's not what it said, though. I didn't read it. I just oh, said okay. yes. And then I found out... Because Dave... I never go on Facebook, and Dave just... Well, anyways, so we ended up going with two like two cars, eight comics. Just cr- I was in this fucking Hyundai Accent with the seats at like a 90 degree the whole time. Rented? Quite uncomfortable, yeah. Um... And you guys rented two cars. Yeah. Out of all the comedians, no one has a reliable car. I don't. Out of the eight that went. No. It's I, fucking retarded to me. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking degenerate losers. Yeah. And that's bunch what fucking that's what degenerate all our, idiots. Our money that we made went to was renting cars and gas. Yeah. And of course st- it did. We stayed at Kyle Ferris's mom's house. In the yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got inside. Did was, you? Yeah, I was on a mattress. But that was nice. Fuck, you're a, you're a house on word. So we get, I get to Enterprise at <laughs> nine in the morning, and uh, Conrad's there. For reference, these guys, Conrad, local comic, is your total bro doucher. Big time, yeah, uh, huge, huge douchebag. Andrew Verge is our dad. Uh, Phil's like one of the guys. He's like a quirky, he's, got a, he's got a mustache, quirky skinny dude with a mustache. So they're all there. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Strauss is there. Sam Laboon, relatively new comic, kind of a shy dude. Okay, just plugging everyone. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, because this is what I arrived to. Conrad, Phil, and Andrew have already dropped acid. And they're like, do you want some acid? And Andrew I'm, who? Verge. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Zauer, the guy that talked with the lights on, he's there. He's you, di- might, you might know him from uh, a hint in a previous episode. Not going to tell you which, or he might get killed. Anyways, um... Yeah, so they're all there. So they're like, we dropped acid. Do you want some? And I was like, yeah, did it. And then I immediately didn't want to be in the car with, you know, the rowdy guys. I was like, put me in the car with the quiet guys because I'd rather not be with everybody tripping balls on acid and be in the car <laughs> with just the quiet guys. What a weird choice to make then. <clears throat> and then so why I, take the acid? I don't know. Because has, it's been like... Because you're bored and it's fucking an eight-hour, 13-hour yeah, drive exactly. or whatever. exactly. I was like, let's yeah. make this interesting. And it's been like a couple years since I did it. So I just like YOLO'd. 
And Jordan's like, oh, man, last time I did Virgin's Acid, it was so intense, man. It was like 16 hours. My brain almost melted. So I'm like freaking out all the way to Kamloops. <laughs> what a good friend. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't that. It wasn't like too strong. I just had a pretty mild time. I think the my favorite part, uh, we play this game song for song. Um, Jason probably knows it. And uh, you just, you know, song for song, and everyone picks a song. You say it like it's a game, but it's not a game. It is a game. It's a rotation where everyone picks a song. No, but it's a game. There's no game. Yeah. There's no winner. There's no loser, except for the people who have to listen to your fucking song. Winners. They're the losers. No, the losers. Then I'm the winner. Yeah. So if they're losers. In the game of who's the biggest piece of shit in the game of let's be fair and let everyone pick a song. You're yeah, you're the you're the winner, but and you, everyone else is a loser. But you're trying to pick something. Oh, does Moon Sorrow count as one song? Um, uh, if it's forty-five un- minutes later, if it's under nine minutes, it has to be under nine minutes. <laughs> they douche. made we made rules. It should be under four and a half minutes because I want to hear quick pop songs. No, that's so crap. Anyway, sometimes I sacrifice the rotation to play a Moon Sorrow song. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, you try and pick something that other people wouldn't have heard that they would like. You is, don't do that. I do so. I've never heard you do that. I pick Kalma and Mo- I pick, pick the best dog ones. shit melodic metal that no one likes. Everyone likes no it. No one likes it. Okay. We're going nowhere. Jordan liked it. Sam liked it. Well, they said that to your acid blown face. McKenzie <laughs> McKenzie Inwood. Mackenzie Edwards, we just realized sounds like McKenzie McKenzie Inwood. So I've been calling him N word all weekend. Doesn't really. Yeah, it does. When nope. he says it. And Sam Laboon played Leonard Cohen. Which blew my mind. You know Leonard Cohen? I know Leonard Cohen, but I hadn't heard his latest album from 2016. You it was wanted, the latest album? Right before he died, he put out this album, You Want It Darker, and it's totally dark and awesome. super badass. And he's like just talking. like I, I can't do it, but he, he talks into the like so close to the mic with his scrapey, rasp, mm-hmm. raspy voice. And I swear to God, dude, he was inside my head, scraping the bottom of my ear. It's turning my world inside out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Do you know Warren Zevon? No, I've never heard Werewolves of Werewolves of London. Okay. Okay. So he's like super underrated because people call him like a one hit wonder kind of. Not people who know him. Yeah. But like everyone thinks of him as that. And he's fucking a fantastic musician. Up until when he died in his like late 50s or whatever. He released albums as he was dying. Mm-hmm. They're fucking dark. And ridiculous. They're awesome. I what, fucking love what them. What do you mean ridiculous? Ridiculously good. Okay. Yeah. They're just like... I speak in hyperbole constantly. Okay. Oh, they're so fucking good. They're dark and just like fucking... He's just intimate with how he feels about you. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, it's like co- the chorus of the song is like... It's a Hebrew. Hinei is uh, what Abraham actually said to God when God said, where are you? Like, kill Isaac. And Abraham said, Hinei, I am here. Oh, fuck. And so, like, that's Leonard Cohen telling God, like, take me. I'm ready to go. It was pretty, it's pretty badass. Fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, Wait till he finds out God's not real. So, Saturday, we had a day to kill, and we went bowling for something to do. And I, I reached in my pocket, grabbed the only dollar bill I had. It's 10 bucks. I said, 10 bucks, winner take all. If you guys don't play your cowards. You had a dollar bill? $10 bill. Oh, okay. Sounded like you said dollar bill. No, $10. And so I coaxed people in one by one to play this game of uh, bowling. Winner take all. We decided at first, but then we decided second place gets their money back. <laughs> and we're all terrible, right? Yeah. So bad. Ten pin bowling. Um, Mackenzie and Zauer end up tying at 124 points. And so they're like, we split That's it. pathetic. And we're like, no, no, no. Push. 
pushed. It goes to the second game. Your they're pieces like, of they're shit. They're like, that's such a ripoff. We're like, I'm like, let's take a vote. Everyone puts that's their That's not hands how that works. I'm on their side. They split it. So They what, got first and second. So doesn't matter how you break it down. They yeah, got first and second. We're comic assholes, and we're having a good time, so we pushed <laughs> it to the second game. But I said, here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll take the total of two game scores. So they were up by like 20 points on the oh, next great. guy. I'd be like, oh, go fuck yourself. So the next game, Phil misses a spare in the last frame that would have put him in first place. And Mackenzie, I think, got 127. And Zauer's last bowler. And he gets 126. He loses by one. Holy fuck. <laughs> it was epic. So they got first and second anyways? Yeah. And then Mackenzie, like the good guy he was, just went and bought a giant case of beer for everybody. And we went back to the hotel and drank it. It was it's a great good, day. It's good, dude. Yeah. That's pretty much the highlights of the trip. Oh, there's two bachelorette parties there on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> fuck just that absolute shit. nightmare. They're so, so drunk in line. I got stuck behind them in line. They're like, hey. What do you mean in line? I was trying to get in, and they were all, it's like a, it's a narrow door. <laughs> it's a comic? It's a narrow door. <laughs> you were waiting in line to get to the waited. fucking club? Well, they were all. What kind of shithole is this? I was talking to them anyways. Okay. And this chick's like, where's the drunk? Blah, blah, blah. And her tit just falls out. And I was like. It's pretty sweet. I Good tit? Uh yeah, it was huge. Uh, nipples were a little darker than I would like. <laughs> but no, that's a weird criticism. Yeah, I don't. What do you like? Lighter pink or dark or well, what? light? Obviously, yeah, of course. Light, light everything. Light nipples, light skin color, light teeth. Of course. Light eye, light light eyes. You don't like dark dark brown eyes. Well, no, like the whites. Okay. Yeah. So you're just being racist now? No. <laughs> All right, should we you get see it? someone with like a yellow tint on their eyes? What are you talking about? Uh, That's jaundice. Jaundice, yeah. What am I going to select my partners based if they have liver problems? I, mean, I have enough already. You might. That's a bad idea. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend, Kyle? I don't even remember. Cool. Should we get into this? Let's do it. Okay, so last week on the podcast, we were hearing about the different types of offerings we have to offer. There was the burnt offering, the grain offering. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were God, which one would you take? All of them. You get one. No, because God takes them all. Hold on. In this scenario, I'm the big brother God, and well, I say you can have one and one only, and I get the rest. They're just they're mostly di- just different animals. You get a bull, a sheep, okay. a goat. Again, which, which one would you take? Well, I would take the biggest one, obviously. Just I'd the biggest want, one? I'd want the most blood and death. So the bull, mm-hmm. I would say, right? You could probably eat some of it, though. I, I think I'd go with goat. Goat? Goat's delicious. It's not as good as cow. You don't get cow. What do you mean? Is there cow in there? Bull is no. the same. No, male. Male cow. Not the same. Are you telling me hamburgers aren't made out of bulls? Steaks aren't made out of bulls? Well. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Okay, so trying to think because on the farm that's near my hunting lodge, there is no bulls. They're all cows. But I guess people eat steer, but steer is definitely worse. They must. So I don't know if they do. Maybe they kill them like they do chickens, like veal when they just get turned into like veal baby cows. I don't fucking know. We already talked about this, like, but the male chicks get ground up into dog food immediately. Yeah, because no one wants to eat them. Because they're too lean. Dogs like them. So we were reading about <laughs> the sin offering, and we learned that 
if the anointed priest brings guilt on the people. Oh, you know what I found out my auntie does? What's that? For her fucking dog. She takes it on road trips and she buys it. She gets it restaurant chicken fingers. That's ridiculous. Yeah, restaurant chicken fingers at this one restaurant because it won't eat other chicken fingers. That's so ridiculous. I was like, maybe it's a dog. Yeah. Don't feed it chicken fingers. I can't stand when people treat their animals like people. It drives me nuts. I was staying at my friend's house and his cat clawed and bit me in the leg and I yeah. kicked the cat. Yeah. Everyone in the place got pissed off at me for kicking this cat, which attacked me. I was like, <laughs> I, I vehemently defended myself. I was like, no, no, no. That's insane. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll reason with the cat. Cat, if you do that again, I'm going to use 215 pounds to squash your head. Now I've tried I've tried reason. Now I will use violence, something that this cat can understand. And they're all like, oh, you're, you're so big. You got to. I'm like, dude, in the wild, I would murder this cat. I would stomp its brains out, and it would never happen to me again. Why should I defer? Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And then still after that, they called me an asshole. I used to have a bit I just remembered, but it was uh, some long lines of, like, because my sister used to, is a vegan, so she used to, like, be like, you wouldn't, why do you eat the, like, they're cute animals, you can't yeah. eat them, and I had a dog, right? Yeah. She's like, you wouldn't eat your dog, Yeah. he's the same thing, it's the same as those, they're both animals, you wouldn't eat your dog, and I was like, no, but I'd eat your dog, <laughs> <laughs> I would eat your dog <laughs> so fast. Give a fuck about your dog. Oh man, that that argument or for the cute things drives me nuts. Yeah, like oh, it's cute. I mean, I mean, I guess I kind of get it. No, but I don't get it. There's get where's it. the consistency? Like there's so, empathy because because it looks nice. No, because we've bred full grown dogs to look like puppies their whole life. Sure, and human beings don't want to squash babies. Like we don't kill baby anything really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but. You feel bad, you know? No, baby cows. Look, when you go... Baby baby sheeps, baby goats, it's all more expensive because there's less meat of it. Yeah, because no one wants to do the job of doing it, so it costs more money. No, because if you grow them to full size, (laughs) they're worth more. That's why. (laughs) A little bit of column A, a little bit of B. Yeah, but we we ship that off to like third world New Zealanders, you know? No one does that shit here. They ship it to us. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, we ship off the workload. Yeah. We don't want to have to look at the babies dying, so we would get those... Uh, I don't give a fuck. I could kill an animal of any age. I don't give a fuck at all. Really? Yeah. Kill puppy? Dude, here, listen to this. this I, don't th- I don't think he killed puppy. What's the context? Yeah, I gave you a rock, and I gave you a puppy, and I said, I kill that kill puppy. I would kill it with a rock. Well, I, I just... guess you can't kill a puppy, then. I mean, I, I guess if I, had to, now. if I had to, I could kill it with a rock. <laughs> well, if you had Okay, to... guess, listen to what we have to do for youth. Uh, this is how yeah. crazy my church is. Mm-hmm. For one youth group, we went up. It was like a survival camping trip, and they wanted us to understand, I guess, where food comes from. So for one of the meals, they gave us a live chicken. Awesome. And so I've heard of that we had to butcher this chicken, got it, and we we cooked it into a soup. And because you guys all hacked it up, obviously. So they're well, like, we what can we make out of this? Yeah. And... Nobody wanted to do it. I ended up doing most, like, at least half of the chickens for the entire youth group. So you have to hold them, and one person would cut their heads off. I ended up being the holder most of the time mm-hmm. because being the holder was worse because the chickens would, you know. Um, yeah, they don't want to die, so they claw you. Yeah. They would claw you also after you cut the heads off. They, they run. They, so, but you're, but you're yeah. holding it, mm-hmm. so and they would just 
convulsing and screaming. Then you had to. Well, they don't scream. They have no head. Yeah, it's true. There was no screaming. <laughs> there was absolutely no that screaming. was completely made up. <laughs> yeah. You're painting an artistic picture that's just false. Yeah, and then so then we had to cut them open and got and t- pull their guts out, and it was just like pulling out like a warm bowl of spaghetti noodles. You just grab, reach in there. No, and dude, pull I that go out. hunting. I know. Yeah, and then you, you know, I forget exactly how we did it. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of holding down the wings and ripping the thing open. That's you can do that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and then we uh, cooked it into a soup, and it was terrible soup. The chicken was. Like you said, very stringy and tough. <laughs> and so, what, they gave what, you all the soup chickens. You what gotta, I'm saying is, I can I can butcher and kill animals, no problem. If there was a puppy and it was only me, mm-hmm. and I had to eat. No, that's not the context. The context is I give you a rock and I give you a puppy. I'm not gonna kill a puppy for no reason. Exactly. So, tough okay, guy well, then you're a psychopath. But if there's a reason to kill this puppy, okay. I can do it without hesitation. Eat that puppy. I told you it tastes good. That's uh, the context. Nah, that's not a good one. Because there's how's that not a good one? There's alternatives. You did to a chicken. There's alternatives. Exactly. So there's a hierarchy because it's cute. Point proven. Mm, I'm going to disagree with you there. How are you going to disagree with that? Okay. Because there's plenty more chickens than puppies. So puppies. That's not even chickens have that's more. Probably barely true, by the way. Chickens have there's more. Fucking puppies everywhere. Chickens have more meat. Per like, I don't know the density then a of puppy. the density of edible meat probably tastes better, but so if if puppies tasted better than chickens, I'd have to agree with you. Then I would, but I've never tasted a puppy. Okay, curiosity then. <laughs> curiosity is curiosity not worth it. There's a rest- they're all equal, Caleb. There's a rest- why won't you kill this puppy? Because there's no reason to kill it. Because it's cute. There's no no. That's not why. That isn't why. I. <laughs> Quit making me say that's why. It's not why. There's just there's no reason. And you won't take any other reasons. That's what you do all the fucking time. You just say one thing over and over and over and say it has to be that. And when I give you alternative reasons, you say those you reasons aren't good me. enough. You haven't given me any alternatives. Yes, sir. there are alternative sources of meat. It's Yeah, but that's not a reason why you don't that's, also that's, feel the puppy. You're doing it again. You're doing no, it again. No, you're just rejecting my reasons yeah, outright. It's not, Go fuck yourself. Because it's Go wrong. Fuck yourself. It's wrong. Go fuck yourself, Kyle. I can't even talk to you right now. Why would now. you kill a chicken when there's alternative forms of meat? Because we've been doing it for thousands of years. Oh, that's a reason. And they're easy to fucking <laughs> farm thousands of chickens. You can't farm You need to farm it. I've already farmed the puppy. So every had, reason I've, I give I farm you the puppy. is not good enough. I farm the puppy. And they I've do had that in China. They yeah. farm puppies in tiny little cages. I've done that They for don't you. let them move around because yep. it keeps the meat tender. So a, people do do that. I got you a veal puppy and I got you a rock. I have the same amount of empathy for a chicken as I do a puppy. I wouldn't go around killing chickens for no reason either. Okay. What do you mean no reason you're going to eat this puppy? Okay, then I'll eat it. Okay, I'm going to kill and murder this hypothetical puppy. I will. Easy. Put one right in front of me and I'll hypothetically smash his head with a rock. You're so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Fucking psycho. Killing puppies. Fucking serial killer. Of course. They give you a rock and a puppy. You can murder it. Dude, humans, animals. Like I put all animals pretty much on the same. (sighs) I put the cute ones a little higher. And then, then there's different forms of utility. Like you can train dogs to search <laughs> for survivors in earthquakes. You can train yeah. dogs. So that's a utility that yeah. I would use. So I wouldn't kill a dog over a cow for that reason. You can train chickens to train you to stop being a fucking little bitch. You know? No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. No, that's you why can't. I don't kill chickens. <laughs> God, you're annoying. So, <laughs> <laughs> fucking puppy killer, psycho. 
fine. I don't even care about that. I know. So uh, where <laughs> were we? The sin offering. So when a leader sins, he has to do. They have to do all this stuff. They have to take a ram without defect. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of in the middle of that. We stopped at chapter five. We're still in the sin offering. Um, so if a person sins because he does not speak up when he hears a public charge to testify regarding something he has seen or learned about, he will be held responsible. So how will they know if he doesn't speak up? Exactly. That is a very good question, Kyle. How would they know? Because God knows everything. Because they're saying it like no one else knows. This is thought crime is what they're doing. For real? Yeah. If a person sins when he does not speak up. So God knows what you think. Mm -hmm. So this is like some of that early thought crime propaganda. Oh, I get it. So if like someone sees like a helpless puppy over there, they don't kill it, but they really want to. That's a thought crime. No, it isn't because killing puppy isn't a crime. God would probably enjoy it if you killed the puppy. Even a full-grown dog, a litter of puppies, <laughs> nine at a time, just squish, 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 yeah, squish, squish. In this scenario, I'm God and I like puppies. Okay. A thought crime. Okay, that's a thought crime. Yep. But more important to the point is the fact that they're trying to police your thoughts, like the worst dictatorships always do, try to police your thoughts. So what what are they saying the punishment is? Here we go. Yeah. Um, he will be held responsible. Or if a person touches anything ceremonially unclean whether the carcass of unclean wild animals or of an unclean livestock or of unclean creatures that move along the ground. Even though he is unaware of it, he has become unclean and is guilty. So how's that a thought crime? Is the other one one actually a thought crime? Read it again. If a person does not speak up when he hears a public charge... um, When he hears... If he does not speak speak up... up when someone else committed a crime? So not speaking up is a thought crime because you didn't speak up. So how would they know that you did anything if you didn't speak up? Right? Not say, if, no, I get what you're saying. If they're punishing for something you didn't do. Yeah. I don't know if that's technically a thought crime. Though. That in this case it is. If you don't speak up when you hear a public charge to testify regarding something he has seen or learned about, he will be held responsible. I'm not totally sure about that. I'm going to wait for Jeff to ring in. There's another. Well, you could think of a scenario (laughs) where three people witness a crime. Then it's brought up in public. Two of those people testify and one of those doesn't. I thought a thought crime was. uh, That wouldn't be a thought crime because they would know that he'd seen it. Right. Because two other people had seen him see it. I don't know if that's a thought crime. I'm saying it can be and it cannot be. Anyway, I thought thought crime was under different contexts. Where it was like, uh, God, I don't know a lot about this. Don't lust over your neighbor. Do not think yeah, of murdering like, people. Yeah, like trying to fuck your neighbor's, like wanting to fuck your neighbor's wife would be Th- like a thought crime. Yeah, that's one in there. It says, don't, yeah. like in the Ten Commandments, that's one. But also this is Those one. Those two aren't equal. It says he's unclean and will be held responsible. So they yeah, you're are. Just, you're just not like tattling, you know. Well, I think you could put somebody. it. I don't know if that's a thought it's not, crime. It's not necessarily tattling. Because I thought thought crimes are crimes. You, if you did commit them, they would be a crime. But once you think, you're just thinking about them. What if? Not. What if you know someone's doing a false charge, but you don't step in for the guy that's being lied about? So everyone's like, "This guy raped my daughter," and you know, that I think that it's guy no. I think it's wrong, and I think it's a crime. But I don't think it's a thought crime. Why not? Because I don't think that's what it means. Okay, well, let's move Let's move on then. Um, whether the carcass... So, verse 3. Or if he touches 
human uncleanness, anything that would make him unclean, even though he is unaware. What's human it? uncleanness? I'm going to guess. And piss and stuff? P- yeah, like fluids and stuff. Is it any, anything? Um, I know that when a woman's menstruating. Earwax? That's unclean. Earwax? The shit know. you wake up under your eyes in the morning? I mean, that doesn't seem very clean. Snot for sure. Snot is full of dirt, yeah. I mean, I wish it would say what it is instead of... Just human uncleanliness? I'm assuming no one showers, so everyone's unclean. Probably. Who's clean back then? Rich people aren't even clean. Yeah. Like, are they? What, do they get, like, a foot bath once a day? That's not even being clean. Here's the thing about being rich. You don't get to be clean. You just get a trick. You get to just force poor people to suck your, like, dirty dick. (laughs) You know? That's That's the difference. It's still just as gross. But they pretend to like it because you're like a billionaire. I'm sure they bathe more than the poor people, though. Yeah, but like, I feel like poor people, so far in context, in my mind right now, bathe once every six months. Yeah. I'm giving like kings and queens once a month, you know? <laughs> Which, by a factor of six, is a lot more. I think but ki- still fucking disgusting if you gotta suck their dick. I imagine kings and queens would almost have every day or every other day. I don't think so. I don't think they had the facilities, you know? I don't even think they thought it was good. I don't think they gave a shit. Who's going to tell him he stinks? Nobody. You kind of like your own scent after a while, you know? I, li- I don't like not showering for more than a couple days. Yeah, I know, but you'd have n- you don't know any better. No, but you know better. Like, you know what it's like to ha- get out of the lake, and you're like, wow, I feel much cleaner. After four days, I'm like, I'm going to want to jump in a lake or a river or something. Really? Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Because do they have bathtubs and stuff back then? They have bathhouses where people are fucking in. Uh, no, they wouldn't have that yet. That would be way so later. They're just, the Romans. It's cold buckets of water. You're yeah. getting sponge bath. Yeah. Cold buckets of water. Yeah, yeah, so how often is that really happening? Probably not, not that often. Not very often. So everyone's disgusting. But the king so everyone's and, a filthy human. The king and queen would have a bathtub probably. So what is the what is the motivation of the don't touch gross things? That's another just shit then. That's because of disease or whatever. Yeah, disease. That would be, be that would be it. Very good, Kyle. <laughs> Fuck you. No, that's that's it. <laughs> or if a person thoughtlessly takes an oath to do anything, whether good or evil, in any matter one might cares, carelessly swear about, even though he is unaware of it. In any case, he learns of it. He will be guilty. Holy shit! Wait, read that again. If a person thoughtlessly takes an oath to do anything. Get the fuck out of here. So you go like, I swear to God. Yeah. And then. I promise. <laughs> you I, don't do I it. I promise I'll be there on Thursday. You did it. You're like, you were late the last three Thursdays. He's like, I swear to God, I'll be there on time. Hell. I swear to dude, takes an oath, whether good or evil, in any manner, one might care. What do you mean whether good or evil? You can take an oath for evil? I promise I will do my offering tomorrow. Uh, yeah, an oath for, I'm going to kill that guy next week. And if you don't kill the guy, then it's bad. And I think just the fact that you take an oath. Don't take any oaths. That's a, I like the idea of taking an evil oath and being punished for not doing it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I think it's just taking oaths in general. It's like you find out some guy's cheating on your wife, you go, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. And then you have a change of heart in the morning. God's like, ha ha, you didn't do it. That's, Hell for all eternity. No, it's just the act of taking the oath. I know. Mm-hmm. When anyone is guilty in any of these ways, he must confess in oh, what way. Oh, it's the act? It's not like the not completing the oath? No, it's the act of taking an oath. So if you take an oath at all. Yeah. Wait, what? what? 
If anyone takes an oath to do anything, whether good or evil, in any matter, yeah. um, even though he is unaware of it, in any case, when he learns of it, he will be guilty. Guilty of what? Guilty of thoughtlessly taking an oath. <laughs> guilty of taking an oath. Yeah. So no, effectively, no, no, sorry, sorry, thoughtlessly taking an oath. If you take an oath, it has to be very solemn. To be meaningful. I think that's what they're so saying. So don't whimsically go around taking oaths. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. Would be yeah. Mm-hmm. When anyone is guilty in any of these... How long do you have to ponder before it's not thoughtless? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like, if I see someone cheating on my wife, I'm going to be pretty sure I want to fucking at least punch him in the face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how long do I have did to you, think about that before you, I know for sure God's not going to punish me did you for say punching the guy in the face? If you saw someone cheating on your wife, would that be you? Someone cheating on your wife? What do you mean? Well, if someone's cheating on your wife, that would be you because you're it's your wife. <laughs> cheating with my wife. <laughs> sort of it. Uh, and like, also, probably, it's back then and I get to make all the decisions. So uh, I'm obviously cheating on my wife, but I'm not <laughs> asking questions about it, so it's fine. I like doing this podcast with you because you're such a stickler. I mean, I hate it sometimes, like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. But when we're reading the Bible and you're being a stickler, it's very funny. Um. So when anyone is guilty in any of these ways, he must confess which way he sinned. And as a penalty for the sin he has committed, he must bring to the Lord a female lamb or goat from the flock as a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. If he cannot afford a lamb, he is to bring two doves or two young pigeons to the Lord as a penalty for his sin. <laughs> so one, one lamb equals two pigeons, yeah. the Bible says. Well, that doesn't seem right to no, me. No, it's obviously cheaper because he can't afford a lamb. So two doves or two pigeons. So it's just take the pigeons. Just always give pigeons. Yeah, exactly. Why would you give a lamb? <laughs> yeah. Ever. One for sin offering, the other for two burnt doves? offering. So two doves are equal to two pigeons as well. Yeah. Doves and pigeons are almost the same animal. When did pigeons turn into trash birds? I Only recently, I guess. take over Like cities? back in the day, they were probably like, people ate them. Aren't they like the same genus of bird? I think they are. I, I think, think doves are just white pigeons. Mm-hmm. But like... Pigeons became trash birds because they started eating garbage and living in cities. Mm-hmm. But I think wild pigeons out in the like country and stuff, you still shoot and eat, and they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this I is think. funny. So you bring two of them, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, which you're doing the same thing to both <laughs> of these. So one is purpose and the other doesn't. This one's for sins. This one's because I like the smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is to ring up. A- off its head from its neck, not severing it completely. Why, not severing it this time. No. I was just going to say, why the fuck do they take the neck off? He's supposed to wring its head from its neck, not severing it completely. You just realized someone and did just, this to Mike Tyson. Yeah. That's how he got all fucking crazy when he was a kid. What? Mike Tyson used to collect pigeons because he's a little fucking weirdo. Yeah. And someone came up to it and just wrung the head off one of his pigeons. That's the first fight he ever got into, according to him. Really? Yeah. How old was he? Started his fighting career. Like 12? He, he, it was a 12-second knockout or something. Oh, probably less. <laughs> Dude, this kid had no idea what he just did. Could you imagine retard strength Tyson coming at you after you ripped a head off one of his pigeons? No, I can't imagine. No. Even, 12 fucking year old nightmares. Mike, even 12-year-old Mike Tyson, I'm pretty sure, could kick my ass Are now. you fucking kidding? I saw him at 14. There's boxing videos? Fuck that shit. <laughs> you kidding me? No, no thanks. Dude, uh, 14-year-old Mike Tyson, I could train for 10 years and he'd beat the shit out of me every time. He is not to wring its he is to wring its head from its neck, not severing it completely, and, <laughs> and to sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering against the side of the altar. The rest of the blood must be drained out of the at the base of the altar. 
It is a sin offering. So the, you don't rip the head off so it acts like a lid. Because you got to hold it while you're carrying the blood all over the place. <laughs> Push it back on. Oh, man. Oh, a little bit here. Oh, put the lid back on as we carry it over here. Don't want to spill any by accident. Um, t- Some of my friends, a uh, guy from rugby's stag party, we went camping on this uh, near Rattlesnake Island. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, this bird flew through the camp real low right over my head. And I tried to grab it, and I just missed it. Everyone was like, holy shit, you almost caught that bird. And then Rich goes, if you would have caught that bird, I would have bit its head off. Not not does he utter those words. Then another guy on my team, the bird had flown and landed on a branch, throws a rock at the bird, knocks it right off the branch onto the ground. We're all like, you got to bite the head off that bird. No fucking way. Like, no, no, no. We're like, you have to do it. Like, you have to do it. And he's like, it's still alive. One of the guys just goes, rips, like, squishes it. That's fucked. With its hand. Like, now it isn't. And so he goes, like, musters up some courage, like, puts his hands on his hips, and he just bites that off the bird, spits it out on the ground. We're all like, holy fucking shit. Birds have diseases, man. I know. He bit the head off a bird. <laughs> and uh, not a lot of blood. I'm, I told that story to say not a lot of blood comes out. Yeah, they don't. So... Yeah, it was crazy, though. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Yeah. Full on Ozzy Osbourne, that fucking bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, your whole friendship group is based on peer pressure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's trying to one-up each other. Then when they don't commit to the thing, they get peer pressured. I feel like they're going to get kicked out of the group if he didn't bite the head off that bird. Oh, he would have. It was his, It was the guy whose stag it was. So, like, he it had his to. stag, had to, too. Yeah. Well, Why I, would he even go and say, if you would have caught it, I would have been his Because he's head. a fucking douchebag? Yeah, he's just trying to sound tough. Yeah. And then, like, I swear to God, it was almost simultaneous as he said that. Just wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so great. That poor fucking bird, man. Dude, 20 guys just pointed at him. Oh, shit. It was awesome. Who threw the fucking rock? <laughs> It's a rugby player. There's not even a quarterback. <laughs> the, the Arab guy. And I was like, of course. Get the fuck out of here. Of course the Arab Get can throw rocks. Here. Yeah. The, all the rock throwing jokes were <laughs> slinging, you could say. Um, so the priest shall then <laughs> offer the other as a burnt offering. So one, you got to squeeze all the blood out and one you burn. So you don't burn the blood offering. I don't think so. In the prescribed no, that's way. That's not how I remember it. And but. make atonement for him for the sin he has committed, and he will be forgiven. If, however, he cannot afford two doves or two young pigeons, he is to bring as an offering for his sin a tenth of an ephah of fine flour. An ephah is two liters of flour. Um, he must not put oil or incense on it because it is a sin offering. He is to bring it to the priest who shall take a handful of it as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar on top of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. It is a sin offering. In this way, the priest shall make atonement for him of any of these sins he has committed and he will be forgiven. The rest of the offering will belong to the priest as in the case of the grain offering. So I guess the moral of the story is just bring some flour and you won't have to burn a lamb. The guilt. Wait, is that the moral? No, that's what I took away from it. so flower and birds. No, if you can't afford birds, bring flower. I fucking missed that. Yeah. I guess I zoned out. Wait, what? <laughs> so if he can't afford Get two the fuck doves, out of here. Just bring Explain that again. T- Read it again. Read it again. If, however, he cannot afford two doves or two young pigeons. What is afford? Afford. Yeah, I know. Does it have to be like Well, you either have them, so that in that You have case, the money or you don't. 
Well, you you either have to buy a lamb or these pigeons, mm-hmm. or you already had them. And if you can't spare them, let's say it's your last two pigeons that you're trying to make a roost out of. Technically, you can afford that then. I mean, I who's to say what they can and can't That's afford? That's my point. It's a subjective term. Yeah. So the king could be like, I can't afford two pigeons. They don't have a king right now, by the way. Oh, really? Moses Aimless is... leader? Moses, they have a whole government system. He's the head judge. They Whatever. have judges. Same fucking thing. But it's not the I wanna, same. I want to see who sits in the biggest chair, you know? <laughs> you're kind, same thing to me. You're kind of right, but you're also not right, because the king back then is like basically a god. Well, a king has territory. They don't have territory. That's the only difference. No, but even in the judgment of people, the king is better than and above yeah but he has made all the final decisions whenever it comes to like close decisions and they can't decide he makes them. the decision maker doesn't have to be a king is what i'm trying to say really it's different yeah kyle seems eyes. exactly the same to me i'm trying to fit i'm They're trying to process that in my head effectively the same yeah. but it doesn't come with the only the difference mythologi- he doesn't own any land okay right no 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 put all that away Kings like basically said like I'm a god or I'm talk to gods or I'm descendant of gods all that kind of stuff. The, Moses. I feel like not all kings said that. Most of them would say that kings were like divinely, like they were up there. You know, they were be- they were better than people. I think we talked about this before. Like a you king wouldn't just be a right. Re- you couldn't just if you became a king, you murdered the king's whole family yeah. and said I'm a god like the mm-hmm. last king. I think it's to justify. Your horrible actions. The only way to get, like, make a shitload of money, like, to have control of a large group of people, at least, mm-hmm. you're going to do some fucked up shit because no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. At, even in the best of intentions. So the only way to justify that all this shit was moral and, and right is to say that God chose you to do this and that's your path. Or you are a God. Or you are a God. Because there's a weird, I think we talked about this already, I think at one point, maybe not, but there's a weird correlation between people who make... Like, old billionaires have their old traditions, right? The family money, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But, like, new billionaires, especially in the tech age, they were all atheists. Mm-hmm. Like, screaming atheists, there's no God. Mm-hmm. They make a billion dollars, they find God, like, immediately. It's bizarre. Not all of them. Some of them. There's going to be outliers, yeah. but an alarming amount. Yeah. Like, an alarming amount. They find, wow. They start talking about spirituality, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they don't. Man, because they, they're trying to justify how this happened to them because they want to think it was for the good, right? <laughs> Some kind of purpose. Or else, why would I fall into a billion dollars? You're telling me Elon Musk, Bill Gates, like those kind of guys are not atheists anymore? Mm, I don't know the, about them specifically, but I. Oil, oil guy. I would be willing to. Well, Saudi oil Mark guys. Mark Zuckerberg, are, for are, sure. He's, he's religious now? Uh-huh. Famously. What a stupid idiot! And he was a like screaming atheist. Has he yeah. read? Has he read the book? Do you think? Honestly, Zuckerberg, yeah, but you can you can logic your way around any problem if you really if you're not looking for the actual correct solution. If you have a goal in mind and you're looking for that answer, you can logic your way around anything. So you're right? saying we should read this with more of a wanting to believe itness? Well, no, I'm saying we could put any goal at the end. Mm-hmm. We could read this. Looking for the end, where we're the true gods. Okay, let's. And this re- book was written for us. Let's read it that way, then. <laughs> okay. That's the new angle. The guilt of is that we find out at the end that we're all powerful. That would be pretty dope. Don't actually. turn on us. The Lord said to Moses, "All powerful have two thousand listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Actual gods. When a person commits a violation and sins unintentionally in regard to any of the Lord's holy things." 
I love that most of these sins are unintentional sins. Like you've already, you've, we know you didn't mean to do it, but you still got to pay. You still got to burn those animals. Like intentions don't matter whatsoever. Yeah. It's so insane. Um, if a person commits a violation and sins unintentionally to any of the Lord's holy things, he is to bring to the Lord as a penalty, a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value in silver, according to the sanctuary shekel. It is a guilt offering. He must take restitution oh. for what he has failed to do in regard to holy things. What is he supposed to do in regard to holy things? They don't I even know. tell you. Do it in regard. Add a fifth of the value to that and give it all to the priest. <laughs> this sounds like a bullshit riddle. Did you hear that? I did hear that just now. Take 20% and just give that to the priest. Jesus Christ. I can't believe back then. Oh, well, I guess this I do is believe corruption it. and nepotism like already written into it. So every time you do something bad, which everyone does, what a great scam. <laughs> Everyone's going to do bad shit. And if you don't give money away and burn shit, you're going to hell. And by the way, if you don't give me 20% of that, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, and take one-fifth of the value and give it all to the priest who will make atonement for him with the rams. Why can't he do it for himself? God's or Oh, yeah, because God's ordained these people as holy. How did he do it? Moses picked his brother and his brother's descendants. There's no nothing weird about that. Nope. If a you know what? It might be just coincidence. Uh, benefit of the doubt? You ever, you, ever, you ever do that, Caleb? Give people the benefit of the doubt? Not anymore. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I actually, I mostly not after reading that everyone has a path already written. So mostly in my actually in my day to day life, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm a very patient, understanding person. Mm. I would say more patient than you. I'm a hit first, ask questions later, bitch. <laughs> yeah. If a person sins and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands, even though he does not know it, he is guilty and will be held responsible. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> He is to bring... You could be guilty your whole life, not even know. <laughs> you go to hell, bitch. He is to bring the priest. I fucking love that. So, you know what's kind of funny to think about? If anyone truly believes this, what? they'll go their whole life worried they might have missed something. <laughs> and they're that's, going to hell anyways. That's true. And just racking their brain, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> that's a terrible way to live your life. I know. Just There's no way anyone does that. Stressed out. I'm, I bet you, No, there are yeah, people that do that. you know what? That. Maybe. No, there are people that do that. So many people just like, oh, would God like this? Oh, I don't know. I know people like that that are just like, oh, just trying the best they can. And obviously the standard's impossible to do. Oh, it's for sure impossible. So, so everyone's going to hell this. You dwell on little yeah. things like, oh, I didn't hold the door for that guy. Or I, I oh, pulled it, my dick out and played climate, air guitar. Should you hold the door? Yeah. You know, is that good or bad now? <laughs> who knows? And who decides what's good or bad? Is it the current environment you're in or is it God? Because I'm pretty sure 20 years ago, God, it was good to hold the door for a lady. Now I'm an asshole. Yeah. 50% of the time. You know, what's, what's, what's up now, God? So what do you think? Do Where do morals mm. come from? Well, I sure don't think it's from God. No, I think it's completely subjective based on well, whatever. If it's subjective. How can we all have insular them? or wide? Oh, what do you mean? Okay. You mean like the commandments? No, not the commandments. I mean these subjective morals where, you know... Well, you, some of them aren't. Like stealing. You know inherently mm. that it's wrong to steal. Yeah? Well, there's like massive debates uh, upon whether you know inherently or not. Or whether it's cultural passed down for like thousands of years. Based on like... Little, like ki little kids. I love the studies mm -hmm. of little kids when one kid like steals and all the other kids are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but it's like... Uh, it's cultural evolution. 
is kind of what they say. Mm-hmm. So the society that decided those were good principles survived and the other ones didn't <clears throat> type of thing. So it got bred into their children. <clears throat> you th- so now, does that mean God did it? No, it doesn't. That's what they say, though. I So I, it is ingrained now, but it's because the people that were stealing and murdering each other constantly didn't survive as long as the people that weren't taking each other's shit and murdering each other. I, I actually agree to something along those lines. That's basically what I think. Um, well, it's a pretty dumbed-down version of you, yeah. My mom thinks that how could we have morals if God didn't give them to us? I if don't even... Didn't tell as, us what as far as religious not, arguments go, I don't hate that one. Because at least it has a debate involved. Yeah. And they have a reasonable but position. How come they've changed their morals then? That's what I say to my well, mom. Well, that's, that's a huge question. Because yeah. society decided that a lot of them are stupid. And they don't have any conviction. So slavery, <laughs> mom. You, think, exactly what you think God talks a lot about <laughs> slaves in here. You think that's good? Well, obviously, you don't have slaves. I'm like, I thought God gave us all our morals. She's like, it was a different time. See, exactly. So you base your morals based on the current cultural conditions, but then you look back and just cherry pick the ones that God likes that you think God still likes. But they really hold on to the no butt stuff one. That's a big Do they, thing. though? I think they're letting My it go. My parents do. Your parents do? Really? Yeah. No butt stuff? What if it's with a girl? They're they're not, like, out there with signs, but they're, like... Isn't sodomy that. just dudes? Yeah. Like, they don't really mean women in the Bible, right? I don't think so. I think that's... I don't the, even think they did that back that's then. That's known as the poop hole loophole. Dude, when everything is that dirty and, like, pussy's, like, the cleanest thing on a woman's body, why would you ever fuck with the ass back then, you know? I wouldn't do it now. You don't do it now? No. I God, think it's, live a little, I you think know? it's gross. I think it's gross. Part of it. It's uh, supposed to be gross. Everything I've read, that's part of it. You yeah. you want that. Yeah, everything's so clean now, let's get dirty, you know? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's gross. Dude, there's a shower right there. Everything I've read hey, from the pod. Like all the porn star ask me anything I've ever read, yeah. all the guys say um vaginal's better than anal. It is better. Yeah, so why even bother getting your dick covered in shit? Because sometimes it's good to be different, I guess. <laughs> Gotta switch things up, you know. Okay, let's not Dude, talk about this. Dude, I'm you're throwing you're throwing fastballs all day. Sometimes you want a curveball, you know. Uh, no, because chicks just like let it. Let me just crank out fastballs, <laughs> just home run after home run. Just pound them out as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Why mess with a good thing? The the Lord said to Moses, because some girls like it. Um, if anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving his neighbor about something entrusted to him or left in his care or stolen, or if he cheats him, or if he finds lost property and lies about it, or if he swears <laughs> falsely, or if he commits any such sin the, the way, sorry, that many, that people may do. You know, it's funny to me to think about like these are, they're sitting down and they're taking days to think of all the scenarios they can come up with, you know, unfaithful and Lord. to them, these are all of them. <laughs> these are all the ways people can do this, you know? Deceiving his neighbor about something entrusted to him or left in his care or stolen or if he cheats him or if he finds lost property and lies about it. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Did you find my wallet? No. <laughs> um, or if he swears falsely or if he commits any such sin that way that people may do. When he thus sins, he becomes guilty and must return what he has stolen or taken by extortion or what was entrusted to him or the lost property he found or whatever it was that he swore falsely about. <laughs> He must make restitution in full and add a fifth of the value oh, to it. And don't give him his money back, no, but burn it <laughs> <laughs> and rub blood on it. 
And then give it back to him, and now God will call it holy. No, it says make restitution at a fifth of the value and give it all to the owner on the day he presents oh, his guilt offering. I swear to God he was going to say priest. <laughs> that would be so funny if he had to give <laughs> one fifth of the money you stole <laughs> to the priest. And as a penalty he must bring to the priest. That Get is, the fuck out of here. No, it says to the priest, that is to the Lord. <laughs> yeah, so in brackets. Just, um, behind two commas. His guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect and of proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven. So they just equated, well, not really equated. They said to the priest, that is, like, the priest's going to do it to the Lord, like, give it to the Lord on his, your behalf, right? Look, you give it to me, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll he make gets sure, it. I'll make sure he gets <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. The burnt offering. He'll hear about it. The Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations for burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the altar her throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. You know what I like to think of? What? They're like, at the beginning, the priests are really noble, like thinking they're transitioning everything to God, right? So they get like the first offering and the food they're eating that's the best, yeah. right? And they're trying to transfer it to God, so they're trying to enjoy it as much as they can. And then they're praying for two hours after. And then each time, they're just getting slower praying less eating faster Probably. not enjoying it to the point where they're just like going uh te testicle spectacles while I'm watching just digging into the fucking piece <laughs> you know? i mean that's probably ex exactly how it happened especially just getting broken generationally oh for sure like aaron maybe believed his own bullshit mm -hmm. his kids probably believe their dad but they grew up eating feasts watching everyone else not you know so they're like they the shit. great grandkids are just like give us your best shit god says <laughs> exactly for sure that's what it is eh yeah because what's the old saying like first generation builds a company second generation maintains the company third generation destroys the company that's exactly what i'm doing right now <laughs> yeah, yeah i know my great grand or my grandfather, your grandfather built the well, he ran the Valley Fruit Stands, biggest fruit stands in the Okanagan. He was an MP. He, was, he owned all this real estate. He was multi-multi-millionaire. Really? Yeah. There's Wow, the mighty have fallen, eh? And then my he died suddenly, and my dad um, kind of lost the business to you know, family disputes. Oh, that's the worst. But then he went and Cause he probably had like took a, litter a, lot, of kids, a eh? lot of that capital and built up his organization the church and his not-for-profit which i'm currently he, running he took into a the bunch ground, of capital which i built up his not-for-profit stop, stop saying it i'm just re repeating what you said yeah it's kind of a little bit so of a hypocrisy be a there be a isn't hero, it be a hero made 1.8 million dollars last year and mm -hmm. paid out uh 1.5 something million dollars last year so everything no that's pretty good that comes in goes out it's pretty good right mm-hmm I mean, it's just weird to hear of like no, a startup capital in a not-for-profit. You know what I no, mean? No, he well, he took, he had to buy his own church back. No, I get it. I said he. It's just weird to invest arms. in a not-for-profit. No, what's weird? Okay, what's weird is give me money for prayer CDs. Give me money for religious books. No. Give me money so I can teach you prophecy. That's weird. No, that's what we're gonna do. That is weird. That's no, wrong. That seems great. That's wrong. No, because what's that, not weird is taking so donations do is to, and giving them to poor people. You have to plant seeds. Yeah, and the seeds are your money. See, that's fucking disgusting. No, you plant those seeds. That's that. That's then, the kind of shit that I can't and stand. Then me, God. Me, God. 
will give you flowers or vegetables or whatever the fuck you planted. I don't know. You tell me what you plant, I give it back in spirit. No, that prosperity. Do I give you actual apples? The, no. That prosperity blessing of God wants us to be rich. And here's how you get rich mm. by giving me your money. By sowing the seed of giving me your money, God <laughs> will give you more money. That's fucking disgusting. Okay? And that- Yeah, but then how do you how do you grow money then if you don't plant seeds? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Well, Kyle. Okay, so there's a money tree. Mm-hmm. How did it get there if you didn't plant a seed? There's no, that. there's no such thing as a money tree, Kyle. Let's get back to the Bible here. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I've been hearing on late night infomercials for a no, pretty long time. You sell your backdoor hole for lots of money. That's how you mm. do it, Kyle. Like Randy for cheeseburgers. Yeah? Yeah. That's worth a lot, eh? Yeah, that's how you do it. Because you were just talking about how disgusting it was. It is gross, but people pay extra <laughs> for it because it's so gross. Doesn't seem right, but I'm going <laughs> to take you up on that. Okay, so back to the Bible. These are the regulations for the burnt offering. Keep it burning throughout the night. The priest shall then put on his linen clothes with linen undergarments next to his body. And he shall remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off these clothes and put on others and carry the ashes outside <laughs> to, outside the camp <laughs> to a place that is ceremonially clean. <laughs> I like how they describe the clothes he has to put on, right? <laughs> the linen clothes, whatever. And then they just go, take those off and put on others well, that you, they don't describe. You put on those clothes. Yeah. You take the ashes off. Then you take the... Those I are the just, ashes clothes. Yeah. Okay. And then you just put on other clothes. Yeah, doesn't put, matter what kind. Yeah. Put on others. <laughs> the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. What if it does go out? What if there's a giant gust of wind and it goes out? What what did we decide that the unspoken consequences are of everything? Death. Yeah. Okay. Well, then death. Every morning, the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. The grain offering. These are the regulations for the grain offering. A. Aaron's sons are to bring it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to take a handful of fine flour and oil together with all the incense and the grain offering. And burn the memorial portion on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. A- Aaron and his son shall eat the rest of it, but it is to be eaten eat without... Eat the burnt flour and oil. No, the rest of it. So what? burn the part of it and then eat the rest. Of the flour and oil, though. Yeah. Correct? It, yeah, make some sort of bread, I guess. It's probably delicious. I or mean, maybe, and the, maybe it probably had water to that, you know? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they made it into some sort of edible... I don't think they ate raw flour and drank oil. <laughs> like it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like they mixed a bunch of oil with flour and burnt it i mean okay so maybe you'll be nice that. you know it'd be nice to think actually right now if they get all the best stuff but they also have to get the worst shit too mm. yeah you know what i mean so they get the best part of the the calf but they also have to eat burnt flour <laughs> <laughs> it's like what day of the week is it oh fuck is it burnt flour week again <laughs> god I, I damn it that week they are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have given 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're above that. Like the offering and guilt offering. Uh, oh, sorry. I have given it as their share of the offerings made to me by fire. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering. It must be holy. Any male descendant of Aaron may eat it. It is his regular share to the offerings made to the Lord by fire for generations to come. Whatever touches them will become holy. Ooh. The Lord also said, 
to Moses. This is the offering Aaron and his sons are to bring to the Lord on the day he is anointed, a tenth of an ephah of fine flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. Prepare it on an oil, prepare it with oil on a griddle, bring it well mixed and present the grain offering broken in pieces as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The son is to succeed him as anointed priest shall prepare it. It is the Lord's regular share and it is to be burned completely. Every grain offering of a priest shall be burned completely. It must not be eaten. The sin offering. So the the priests get to eat the people's offerings, and the when they're doing it, they burn it completely. So that I, makes no sense. I didn't catch that. So that's what happens. The people bring it, and the priests eat it. But when the priests sin, they, they just burn, burn it, it completely because there's no one above them to eat it. Yeah. Well, God's eating it, <laughs> yeah. I guess. So no one's above them to eat. They should just burn the shit. That makes no sense, They eh? should shit onto the altar and burn the peasants' shit as an offering. Like that, it, Why? That, well, because then they ate it, made it holy, and then they can burn the shit. It's the same thing, right? So they're burning their own shit. Yeah, because the people's sins that they ate. All right, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Burn the shit. It's probably cleaner. Probably smells terrible. <laughs> you think burnt <laughs> shit smells bad? What a leap of faith that is. The sin offering. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, These are the regulations for the sin offering. The sin offering is to be slaughtered before the Lord. What and a fucking bureaucracy the Bible is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's 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 one of the main criticisms. Uh, burned before, slaughtered before the Lord in the place of the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers it shall eat it. It is to be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard to the tent of meeting. Whatever touches any of the flesh will become holy. And what if, okay, let's think of different things that you could touch to the flesh and make them holy, which would be hilarious. What do you mean? Whatever touches it becomes holy. What if you bring an idol of your neighbor's, like your neighboring oh, gods? Your mother's you, dildo? Your mother's dildo. No, yours, specifically. My mother's dildo. Yeah. Shaped like a crucifix. It's probably already holy, though. <laughs> yeah. Your mom's using it. You know? <laughs> probably is. <laughs> Isn't that ironic, though? Holy dildo? I mean, that's what I mean. Like, think of all the different things you could make holy. It's kind of like anti-hole, you know? Well, dildo? it goes in holes. Yeah, so it's... So it's holy... I guess it's the whole filler. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? A holy dildo. Um, It is most holy. The priest who offers it shall eat it. it what, should... what, what would you? I was thinking of like false gods. Like you could take the statue <laughs> of the, one of the gods. That you oh, to... like say you made a cow out of gold, for instance. Yeah, and touch that to the flesh. And now you're like, hey, God, now that's <laughs> holy. I guess I can worship it now. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> All your action figures? Yeah. <laughs> or like... Turns you know, out G.I. Joe's not a false idol, you motherfucker. Dude, you could take a literal piece of shit and make holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you could. You, you, was there any pranksters back in the day? I mean, you must. There must have been. There was Diogenes. He was Greek, though. Mm. Famous prankster. He would... Uh, jerk off in public and everyone thought he was disgusting and he was like if only i could um uh, sate my hunger by rubbing my belly <laughs> what because you get rid of your horniness by rubbing your oh dick. i see <laughs> i got it uh but he's eating his gum you're gross yeah i <laughs> completely misunderstood that Whatever touches any of the flesh will become holy, and if the, any of the blood is splattered on a garment, you must wash it in a holy place. Okay, so oh, they're, they're washing the blood off. Yeah, 
So whatever touches it becomes <laughs> holy. But if the good blood splashes on your clothes, make sure you get that holy out of them. Yeah, it's not good anymore somehow. The clay pot, the meat what is a cooked weird in, thing to add, must but... be broken because the pot became holy, I guess. So you have to break the pot. But if it's cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be scoured and rinsed with water. <laughs> okay, we're not going to go throw away all our bronze pots and pans. A quick scour and rinse, that'll get the holy off of it. Okay, so we had to burn this, uh, destroy this, uh, for it to be holy. What do we do with this bronze little, uh, wash it, idiot? <laughs> It's a clay stupid, pot. Stupid idiot. Smash it on the ground. It's a bronze pot. They're kind of hard to make. All right, just scour it and rinse it with water. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's so funny. Any male in the priest's family may eat it. It is most holy. But any sin offering whose blood is brought to the tenement, meaning to make atonement in the holy place, must not be eaten. It must be burned. The guilt offering. These are the regulations for the guilt offering. Which is most holy. The guilt offering is to be slaughtered in place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. And its blood is to be sprinkled against the altar on all sides. All its fat should be offered. The fat tail and the fat that covers the inner parts, both kidneys and the fat on them near the loins and covering of the liver. Which is to be removed with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as an offering made to the Lord by fire. If a guilt offering it is a guilt offering, sorry. Any male in a priest's family may eat it, but it must be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. Where is a holy place? The tent of meeting, I guess. I guess, yeah. Anything that touched the flesh, I guess. <laughs> a holy place. Dude, I'd make my house so holy, I would never have to go to the fucking tent again, you know? <laughs> yeah. The same Problem law solved. applies to both the sin Oh, offering. you know what I would do back then? What? <clears throat> so, presumably real I don't know how real estate works, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to make, I'm making land holy like a motherfucker, you know? Holy land. Oh, yeah. I'm just making it holy as much as I can. And now I own it. Okay. And now, hey, you. there's 1.2 million people. But every You want to walk every day to the tent of meeting? You want some closer real estate? <laughs> you know? I got you covered. By making everything. How many, how many calves and how many daughters do you have to trade for this holy land? By making everything. By diluting the amount of holy land. Oh, I'm diluting it, baby. You reduce the value of yeah, holy land. I'm the only one that did it. You know, before there's just the tent. Who's buying that? Who owns that? The priests? I don't. I'm not making money. So you? I'm not making any fucking money. I will dilute uh, God's powers. Uh, that's fucking funny that you could even do that. Yeah. It seems absolutely. It seems legit. Um, the same I'm like Oprah. The same that law tent's holy. That tent's <laughs> holy. The same law applies to boasting offering. And the guilt offering, they belong to the priest who makes atonement with them. The priest who offers the burnt offering for anyone may keep its hide for himself. Another scam. Mm-hmm. Every grain. Those are valuable back then. Super valuable. <laughs> so It's like almost more valuable than the meat. And a So 20% of the value of the thing that you killed in cash mm -hmm. and the hide. And half the value, essentially. And to eat it. And you get to eat it. So you get the best food. You get the best lamb to eat. Plus a fifth, plus the skin of the animal. Uh, oh, d what did you do wrong? Uh, give me all your money, and I'm going to fuck no. your daughter. What did That's you what it sounds oh, like. Also, like present day. let's remember, if they were not aware, and they become aware. So the priests are probably going around, did you know what sin you committed today? Actually, you didn't know you did, because I just wrote this one in the book. <laughs> this is a new sin I made up that you now have to make atonement for. Could you imagine how terrifying confession would be? 
They didn't have confession. That's a made-up th- convention by the Catholic Church. All right. But but could you imagine? Dude, if you <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> dude, it would, it would be like a So uh confess just, all your sins, my son. I didn't I didn't do anything. It would be just negotiations. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. And then the same well, did you know what you did? Oh, there'd do? be a lot of negotiations. That's I, what that flaps for, man. Kyle, you didn't do anything, you say? No, I didn't. Do you know I what, didn't I didn't do anything. Do you know what you didn't do? Did you speak up? When I accused so and so something falsely, huh? No, I didn't. No. I didn't do anything. Well, you should have, because when I was falsely testifying, it's your job to speak against that. Wait, you falsely testified? Yeah, but I'm the priest. I talk directly to God. It's fine. And I saw you do it. Hey, do not turn this around on me, Kyle. I'm the priest. <laughs> now we're gonna go. What kind? What's your best lamb? Can you afford a lamb or is it two pigeons? You cheap fuck! If you give me flour again, I swear. To, on all that is holy, which is everything around here, because I've been touching it with the burnt offering. I got lambs out the ass. I traded my best daughter for it. <laughs> I got lambs, baby. And I'd like a fifth of that in silver, and I'm keeping the skin. We're good that here. doesn't seem fair. We're good here. Thank you. What do you mean, Thank silver? Thank you. We're good here. <laughs> uh, what if I run away? Well, then, okay, fine. You want to be out of God's plan? Get out. Get out of God's plan. Go Can back I- to the desert. Can I come back? Nope. Are you sure? No, it's gone forever. That's Nah, I found a new one already. <laughs> Someone just left this calf laying around. Seems pretty good. So, Shiny. Um the same law applies to both sin offering and to the guilt offering. They belong to the priest. Sorry. Every grain offering baked in an oven, so it's baked. We told you that. Mm-hmm. Or cooked on a pan or on a griddle belongs to the priest yeah. who offers it. Every grain offering, whether it's mixed with oil or dry, belongs equally to all the sons of Aaron. Oil or dry, see? It makes me think they're burning flour. Dry flour? Yeah. I don't think it would burn. I think that would, like, put out a fire. Like, isn't yeah, a fire probably. extinguisher well, full of flour? Look, <laughs> doesn't it look like it is? <laughs> There's no fucking way. <laughs> there's absolutely no Actually, way. Actually, I think flour burns because there's such a thing as dust fires. Well, and, it like, burns, in- but if you dumped a bag of flour on a fire, it would put it out. Yeah. But flour does burn, yes. If you're being serious right now. <laughs> Lower <laughs> your eyebrows, yes, Kyle. Yes, it does burn. <laughs> The fellowship Holy fucking shit. of the ring offering. These are the regulations for the fellowship offering. A person may present to the Lord. If he offers it as an expression of thankfulness, then along with its thank offering, he is to offer cakes of bread made without yeast and mixed with oil. What the fuck's a thank offering? It's like, hey. So if you didn't get punished enough, <laughs> you could just decide to burn more of your shit? If you didn't get punished enough, you could just burn extra. That's fucking retarded. That's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, let's keep going. God damn it. I can't fucking believe that's in there. It's just no reason. Dude. Have you ever look at all your stuff and be like, I wish I had less of it? <laughs> I'm so thankful for all this yeah, stuff. Dude, that's, I mean, that's. That's Aaron and Moses when they're writing this. They're like, oh, can you think of any other reason we can get extra shit? They're like, what if they just feel like burning it? They're like, Jonas at the end of the block has like the fucking, he's got the hottest fucking daughter, you know? But he never does anything bad. <laughs> he could just thank offering. Why did it have to do with his hot daughter? I don't know. I, was, I thought, the, I was thinking of the best thing he had that no one else had. You can't you're have so, the best silver. That's what I was going to say. You're such a pervert. I know. 
You can have the most silver. Yeah, I know, but that, who gives a shit? It's all the same once you get a bunch of it. <laughs> no, it isn't. That's why wealthy people want to acquire more wealth. Everybody wants to be richer than they are. Yeah, but dude, they're kings. Who needs a hundred bucks when you got a billion? You There's, know, they're, we just ah, they're not kings. Thank God for it's, in spirit. He's to bake bread <laughs> without yeast, <laughs> mix with oil. Nineteen, and the cakes of fire. What is something you could have back then as a commoner that would be like lusted after? Good looks. Dem- a nice, yeah, I know, but how do you give that? A kind Something demeanor. you could give, though. Um, something that someone would want. Just cows. See, sheep. it's all the same. So I, mean, so I don't think some person could have some coveted thing. There's nicer stuff. What if a guy's, really good, a guy's really good at making hammers, and he is the best hammer around? See, that's what I mean. Now we're talking. Okay. Do they have that shit? Dude, Blacksmithing? Just look stuff? around your own house and then go look at someone's poor person's house and yeah, be like, I have a nicer table than that guy. I yeah, have a nicer chair than that guy. I got nicer <laughs> shit on my walls. Yeah, but the same. They have the same stuff. It's just nicer. Yeah, but I, I figure everyone just has a tent and they all suck. That's what I'm picturing. A <laughs> bunch of shitty tents. No, even if they made up the same stuff, somebody's going to be better at making tents. It's going to be less water leaking through it. There's going to be less dust on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I know, but... In, in, you know, like the hammer's a good one because, like, a tool. I, I could see the king being like, fuck, I don't have a good axe. Yeah. That guy makes the, oh, is the only one that makes good axes. <laughs> but there's no fucking way he doesn't have the best tent already. Yeah. All right, this is a dumb argument. <laughs> okay. What, so you're trying to wonder what they could be thankful for? I'm wondering what they could lust after a, a commoner for having, why they would write that rule to try and steal it from him. You know, okay. and I can't think of one goddamn thing. Well, it's all they're getting is bread and cakes. It's more food is what they're getting. And it's a thank offering. So, if so it you, just makes no difference. If you can think of anything else we missed and you're just really happy. You just give more. me more stuff. Yeah. I guess there's no other motivation. Yeah. Besides gluttony, which uh, is a sin. And the, So the thank offering with Isn't is, it? is to offer cakes of bread. What? Yeah. Gluttony is a sin. Um, made without yeast and mixed with oil, wafers made without yeast and spread with oil and cakes of fine flour, well kneaded and mixed with oil. Along with his fellowship offering of thanksgiving, he is to present an offering. Wait, what? Along Did, with. Is that the holiday? No, it's an offering of thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. It's religious, right? No, thanksgiving is the pilgrims. Thanksgiving is. Oh, like, Easter Sunday is what I'm thinking of. That's when Jesus was. Uh, thanksgiving is like we killed native dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do that in Canada too? Like yeah. the holiday. I know we did it. Yeah. But is that what the holiday's for? Yeah. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I guess. He is to bring one of each kind as an offering and as a contribution to the Lord. It belongs to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the fellowship offerings. The meat of his fellowship offering of Thanksgiving must be eaten on the day it is offered. He must leave none of it till morning. The fact they called Thanksgiving. If like the holiday? Yeah, that's weird. Is that biblical? Did they steal it no, from the Bible? Dude, you don't know. The story of Thanksgiving is the pilgrims came and they had a bountiful harvest. And they it was their thanks. It was their first year there. And they were like, Thank, let's give thanks for all this great stuff we have. And the traditional story is they traded with the natives. The natives gave them a bunch of like like vegetables and fruits and they gave them animals and guns and skins. Smallpox blankets. Smallpox blankets. And then they massacred them and genocided them. And they're like, we kind of want that back. And this land is ours. God gave it to us. I know that you've been living here for a Mm -hmm. bit. Thanks for holding it for us. God says so. Read this book. They're like the warming rack. (laughs) 
What's the warming rack? It's like where you hold food till you eat it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so where were we here? We're almost done. Actually, we got a whole another page. Um, it will not be credited to one who offered. It. Uh, sorry. If, however, <laughs> his offering is the result of a vow or is a free will offering, is the result of a vow or free will offering. What is that? So a promise. So you made yeah. a vow, free will offering. I just want to do it. Just give me. I'm. I just ins- inspiration struck me. I want to give away half my shit. Yep. The sacrifice shall be eaten the day he offers it, but anything left over may be eaten on the next day. So you can't. If you just feel like it, you can eat some of it today, and some of it tomorrow. Right. Any meat of the sacrifice left over till the third day must be burned up. If any meat of so the don't fel- eat spoiled meat. Yep. Any meat of the fellowship offering is eaten on the third day. It will not be accepted. Take it back. Wait, what? <laughs> If any of the meat of the fellowship offering is eaten on the third day, it won't be accepted. By who? God? Yeah. What if it digested it already? It, he won't accept it. Accept it how? How will he accept it in the accept first place? Accept it how? How did he accept it before the third day? I don't know. I'm asking you. He decided he wanted it. There's no way to know that. So it's funny that after the third day, it's not accepted. Third day you get diarrhea? I mean, maybe that's it. No. It's, it's as simple as... This day it's accepted. This day it is not. Yeah, but back then they had to rationalize it. So maybe like they're like, oh, I ate it one day. Oh, I felt good. Shit a rope, you know? <laughs> Second day, same thing. Third day, oh, a little queasy. Shit three times. <laughs> a little runny. God did not accept it the third day. Write it down in the book <laughs> yeah. for, for all eternity. Uh it will not be credited to the one who offered it, for it is impure. The person who eats any of it will be held responsible. Mm-hmm. Meat that touches anything ceremonially, ceremonially unclean must not be eaten. It must be burned up. As for other meat, anyone ceremonially clean may eat it. But if anyone who is unclean eats any meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord, that person must be cut off from his people. Unclean how? Is it guilty of a sin or just I think, dirty? I think specifically dirty. What? Okay, I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> Anyone who touches it's something so unclean, whether human or uncleanness, whether human uncleanness or unclean animal or any unclean, detestable thing. So and who decides who's the clean people and who's the dirty people that can eat? Good question, Kyle. I don't know. I'm presumably Moses or the judges or the priests. Isn't that a little mean? Because I'm picturing like bums and people in homes. Yeah, they're unclean. And the bums, the, the hungriest ones can't eat. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, I don't know if that... It the poorest people are going to be the dirtiest. Probably, presumably. No? Yeah, yeah, presumably. And the poorest people are probably the hungriest. Um, That person must be cut off from his people. So you get, you get kicked you out. You get kicked out, too, for being dirty. Eating fat and blood forbidden. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Do not eat the fat of any cattle, sheep, or goats. The fat of an animal found dead or torn by wild animals may be used for any other purpose. But you must not eat it. Anyone who eats the fat of an animal from which an offering made by fire may be made to the Lord must be cut off from his people. And and wherever you live, you must not eat the blood of any bird or animal. That's just smart. If anyone eats blood, that person must be cut off from his people. The priest shared it all. The Lord said to Moses, anyone who brings a fellowship offering to the Lord must bring part of his sacrifice to the Lord. Could you imagine bringing the God a gift, but you bring him like the wrong one? You know, it's not even like 
and then you're atonement for anything, and you're kicked out. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you like brought it, so you go to eat some of it, and they go, no, 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 <laughs> you dirty bitch. Or after you've eaten it, they like let you take a bite. And oh like, yeah, for sure. Guess who's unclean? Get out. I like how they made it broad. Yeah, it's not. It's like you just decide who, who gets banished or whatever. With his own hands, he is to bring the offering made to the Lord t- by fire. He is to bring the fat together with the breast and wave the breast before the Lord as a wave offering. The priest hey. shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast belongs to Aaron and his sons. You are to give the thigh of your the thigh of your fellowship offerings to the priest as a contribution. The son of Aaron who offers the blood of the fat of the fellowship offering shall leave the right thigh as his share. From the fellowship offering of the Israelites, I have taken the breast that is waved and the thigh that is presented and have given them to Aaron the priest and his sons as their regular share from the Israelites. So God's saying the breast and the thigh, which are the best parts. Yeah. I accept it and then I give it to the priest because I am God and I want my priest to have the best stuff. So the priests are really acting as God's digestive system. Yeah. (laughs) When you think about it. This is the portion of the offering made to the Lord by fire that were allotted to Aaron. You'd think that, like the when they burn it up, then no one gets to have it. Then the Lord gets it. But he's saying, don't burn the best parts. Actually, burn, yeah. I want the priests to have them. Mm-hmm. What a waste that would be. And his sons on the day were presented to serve the Lord as priests. On the day they were anointed, the Lord commanded the Israelites, give this to them as their regular share for generations to come. Then the, these then are regulations for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, the ordination offering, and the fellowship offering, which the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to bring their offerings to the Lord in the desert of Sinai. The desert of Sinai. And we're done. Finally. Jesus Christ, that was long. That was long. What'd you learn today, Kyle? I learned that uh, politics is getting corrupt by the generation. The bureaucracy is crumbling. Nepotism is run amok. Rampant. Rampant nepotism. The whole system's shutting down. <laughs> We're only- the people at the top are getting all the spoils. The people at the bottom are getting kicked out for not affording <laughs> bath water. I can't afford bath water. I shower in the dirty swamp. So I'm dirty. My bad. That's what I learned. Very good, Kyle. Just going haywire. Actually, I'm going to give you an A plus on that <laughs> assessment. That was basically exactly it. Um, did we get any emails today, Kyle? We did. Is it old Jeff? Jeff Arooney? Nope. We got Evan. Right on. Hey, guys. Evan here again. The Mormon. Yep. Evan the Mormon. So Mormons have three-hour church blocks. Generally, the first hour is spent in sacrament, which is the bread and water, not even wine. The second hour is usually what Caleb describes where they teach a lesson from the holy book, but a bit watered down. Che- oh, with a watered down cherry pick version of the story. The third is a lesson that incorporates stories from all the books to make one point. Remember, this is what Caleb describes as the, his punishment as a kid when he fucked up every <laughs> single Sunday. So they do every Sunday. Yeah. Now, on top of that, during high school and college, there's, a mandatory, there's mandatory classes every school day for an hour before school. Before school. Yeah. So you got to get up early. That's fucked up. Brutal. For high school, it's seminary. For college, it's called institute. Every year, they pick a book for that semester. We read it cover to cover. One year, we did King James Old Testament. Get the fuck out of here. They read other people's holy books? That's cool. We had to do that in Christian school for religion class. Respect for Mormons. 
this is what we had to do for religion class. Everyone got a religion, right? Mm-hmm. I got uh, I got Sikhism, and is that what it's called? Or Sikh Sikhs Sikhism? Yeah, that's what it is. Well, Sikhs. I didn't know it was called Sikhism. Anyways, so everyone get like you get partners, and you have to do a religion, and so you have to present the religion, the history of it, mm-hmm. um, and why it's wrong. I can't see this going going bad. And at the all. funniest thing is the the way you could get how, why it's wrong is well. Ours is right, and ours says it's the only one that's right. <laughs> Thus, Sikhism's wrong. <laughs> Obviously, you point out all the other logical fallacies, but that you'd get full marks for that. Well, if ours is the only true one, and this is a different one, can't be it. <laughs> can't argue with that logic, to be honest. It was, dude, I actually became a Buddhist. I was like, oh, Buddhism's the least retarded out of everyone. Well, it's not even a strict religion, really. Not really. It's just kind of like. It's a philosophy. Yeah. And they're nice to each other. They don't well, proselytize. Them, but yeah. Well, there was the big thing. But besides that, there's hardly any Buddhist-related genocides. No one's going door-to-door as a Buddhist. There they, was some monks that went a little haywire here and there, though. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go whatever. Back to the... One year, we did the King James Old Testament. Next was King James New Testament, followed by the Book of Mormon, and finished with the Doctrine and Covenants of the Pearl of Great Price the fuck is that you may have heard of those two books but most of the mormon doctrine comes from those you may not have heard of those two books but most of the mormon doctrine comes from them i know the book of mormon but i never heard the doctrine and covenants of the pearl of 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 great price fuck that sounds new doesn't it yeah doesn't it sound like too new for god to have written it all, they all do. <laughs> a couple of recent verbs in that uh, in that new book God wrote. Eh? <laughs> Ever noticed? He started talking a little differently 2,000 years later. He's supposed to be omnipotent, but he's kind of talking with the slang we have now. A little weird. <laughs> God's like a white guy that's hanging around black guys and starts talking in Ebonics, you know? <laughs> a retarded 16-year-old girl white guy hanging around black guys. Just to summarize our picture of God. Oh, right. <laughs> we need to get this painted at the end, you know? That would be fucking hilarious as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, if anyone can draw, like if someone can Photoshop that, fuck, that'd be fun. I like an original art, so no Photoshop, please. The Garden of Eden in Missouri. The Gardener of Eden? The Garden of Eden? <clears throat> the Garden of Eden in Missouri. Okay, but most Mormon doctrine come from those. The Garden of Eden in Missouri, not drinking coffee. The Celestial iPhone. The star where God lives, the life before you were born. What is what is the that? polygamy are in those? <clears throat> oh, those all those concepts. Oh, I didn't even know these were. What the fuck is a celestial iPhone? <laughs> I knew that sounded new. That stupid book name. iPhone celestial iPhone. God uses Apple. Get the fuck out of here. God, hey, God doesn't use a celestial phone. He uses an, an iPhone. iPhone. He, I hope that's a typo. The bra- the brand, I hope that's a typo. The brand matters. I didn't know they don't drink coffee. Neither do I. I'm half Mormon. The Garden of Eden is in Missouri. That's, dude, <laughs> so many fucking people, like, so self-centered. The prophets, they always, like, you know, the Garden of Eden couldn't have been in Mesopotamia, where the Israelites started and where we found all the scrolls. No, it's in America, because that's where I'm from, <laughs> right. and that's where I want it to be from. <laughs> the fact that there was no people there yeah. for a long time. <laughs> and he goes, they are not in the Book of Mormon. All the Book of Mormon 
is really is proof that Joseph didn't make it up. So the Book of Mormon is like, see, I'm not a liar about all the things I said, apparently. How? If they're not in the Book of Mormon, how is it? I think they're in the Doctrine and Covenants of the Pearl of Great Price. I think it's just him being just trying to justify how he wrote the book. Maybe. Okay. That's kind of what I got from it. So he wrote the book but and I don't have like, an answer that's for bullshit. You. And then he goes, no, 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 this is a book about how I wrote the book. And then he adds all these crazy concepts. You know what? That doesn't seem right, but I have no fucking idea. Hey, how does it feel to be on the reading end? And then I get to criticize everything you say and then ask you questions and then tell you your reasons aren't good enough. I like it. <laughs> to be honest fucking with you. Asshole. <laughs> tell you what. Send me some of your questions, and I will answer them from an apologist stance. Okay, okay. I will tell you anything you want to know, because Mormons got to write new books to explain the plot holes in the Bible. Okay, great. Okay, okay. Wait. Why is the Garden of Eden in Missouri? Yeah, number one, Evan. Okay, that's that's a great. That's a, that's one. Yeah, I want to hear. I I want to hear a like strong Mormon stance on it. Why can't you drink coffee? And is it, is it iPhone actually the brand of the phone, or is that a mistake? Because if that's true, then explain that. Yeah, it's got to be a mistake. But yeah, if it's actually the fucking iPhone. Okay, and second of all, wait. When did Joseph Smith write? Was there phones then? So even explain I don't the know phone. The answer. So God just talked to him through a phone. Why didn't God just talk through a to him? hat? I think. Why didn't God talk to him through the air, like he talks to other people supposedly? Okay, and answer another one. How do how do Mormons justify when people tell them that, like Joseph Smith was a co- convicted con artist? Yeah, I would like. Well, I would like to hear the rationale. Do they completely deny it, or is there some rationalization that he was set up because of all his knowledge or something? Dude, st- dude, there's a, a classic trope of preachers. This guy was a con artist, but then he found God. Oh, and now, that's great. Now he's, now he's just so many of those televangelists and shit like that. Today. You ever heard of General Butt Naked? Yeah. The Vice documentary. Yeah, he was eating babies' hearts and shit. And, yeah. And he was uh, leading a rogue Vice, army. Vice Guide that, to Liberia. Watch it. It's like 2011. Fucking amazing. Back when Vice was awesome. But Vice sucks now. I watched it in 2011 and thought, this must be from like a long time ago. And th- currently, yeah. like in this decade... Mm-hmm. Full-on cannibals doing meth. Cannibal warfare, man. Eating babies. And then he went religious. He seems like a nice guy. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I mean, he's not. He's obviously a sociopath manipulating people. I kind of believe that he believes he's a nice guy. He's a sociopath manipulating people. He doesn't have any feelings. He just reacts the way he thinks people want him to. So when he was a leader, he's like, you know what would be cool? You know, people respect me if I eat this fucking baby's heart. And when he's in prison and when he's a priest, he's all like kumbaya with his hands together because that's what people want to see. He's a fucking psychopath. I think it's obvious. I think he believes his own bullshit. No, he's a psychopath. He doesn't believe in any of it. He's taking the path of least resistance so he doesn't get murdered. I think these people, a lot of them believe their own bullshit. I don't I don't believe that. I think he's every religious leader is a psychopath. I think you're trying to tell me. All of them are religious psychopaths. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think the extreme end of the spectrum is full of psychopaths. My mom's not a psychopath. She's just an idiot. Well, I'm not saying your mom is. Well, that's the same thing. They believe... Your mom is not on the extreme end of the spectrum. Yes, she is. No, because she's not acting out shit from the Bible, like all the crazy shit. She's not acting it out directly. Almost is. Nah, she's not. She believes the end times are going to happen. She wants the big war to go down in Jerusalem. That's the median. I'm talking about the end of the spectrum. You know how many people believe that? Lots. Yeah. 
hundreds of millions. It's crazy. It's depressing. So send me your questions, whatever. We are so strong with mental gymnastics that if we're in a if it were an Olympic sport, we place in silver after the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> wow, little uh, little dig there. <laughs> Is it? I got another question. Is there a rivalry, Mormons versus Jehovah's, and who can preach the most door to door conversion bets and stuff? You know, is it? Do Mormons have the hundred forty four thousand? And if they do, um, the hundred forty four thousand, I think, is Jehovah Witness actually. But basically, they believe one hundred forty four thousand are going to get saved. So you have to be a really good. Oh, Jehovah the Witness. island that yeah. is Jehovah's. Yeah. There's like an island. So, but so they have to be. And they a, literally go. Most of you aren't going to make it. But you should be a good Jehovah, and a good Jehovah's Witnesses tries to get more, thereby decreasing your chances. Yeah. Like everyone you recruit might be taking your spot. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny about that though? Like the people that make the island, right? Yeah. There's 144 because it's a scale of the best people. I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. Right. So eventually. People are going to get bumped off the island because it's going to be get someone better. Scale? It has to be because as new people come. Well, it's I think it's like cut off at the end of time. Everyone dies in the top hundred and forty four thousand at be, that moment. So you might have been in and got bumped off. Maybe you got back in. Well, I thought it's when life. you die, you go directly to it. Oh, so after you're dead. That's what I thought. I'm not sure. But okay, both of those scenarios are hilarious. One is like. By the end time, you better be the best, like the top 144,000 best scores. Yeah. Or if people are getting replaced all the time. I love it if they just have a number on their chest, you know? <laughs> they know exactly where they stand. Numbers. Your time's coming, number 143. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's like, and before you ask, Scientologists are gold with mental curling. You know, the leader tosses some heavy shit and followers have to scrape away the obstacles. All right. That was useless information, Evan. He's useless. joking. He's, joking He's trying around. to joke around. I don't like it. I like it. Straightforward. Hey, we do the jokes here, Evan. We're not going to we criticize the, the people who take the time to write in unless they're idiots. He says he can explain the yeast thing. Okay. Get the fuck out of here, Evan. <laughs> if you can explain the yeast thing, new number one fan. I, I swear to God, if it's a good answer, I'm going to be so happy. For example, I can explain the yeast thing, how God is merciful and murderous while boiling stuff in milk is punishable. What was important about tabernacle the mobile tent and the that they constructed and anything you what the fuck does that mean just read it don't uh, and read anything it you in- encounter that's what he said so explain send, the send thing. me a reply and i will answer i'm gonna reread it evan you fucking failed for example i can explain the yeast thing how god is what is murder okay he's just saying he can explain these things okay so explain okay it. So next time, yeah, explain the yeast. I don't need you to explain the rest. No, I want to know why the Garden of Eden's in Missouri. Okay, yeah. And I want to know if God talked to this guy on a phone or not. And if specifically an iPhone. <laughs> I hope that's a fucking typo. No, it has to be. It, can't. it has to be. It's ridiculous. All right. If, thanks, if he guys. predicted that, you know what? I take that back. If he predicted the fucking iPhone, he's God. He's <laughs> definitely talked to God. All right, Bible beaters. Check us out at canacomedy.ca. Tell five people. Oh, you fucked up. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram. Give us what you honestly believe. You don't follow me on Instagram. Fuck it. Kyle Vesser on Instagram. 